Right, okay. Now, this week is a little bit different, if I'm honest, because it's 100% pacey. There is no goosey in the room. I'm solo. I'm flying solo and I don't know how to fly. It is 100%. It's not 100% pacey this week. Don't worry. We've got some thoughts from Goosey. She's lionessing at the moment. And we've got an incredible conversation with Brighton and Hove Albion superstar Katie Robinson. But in the studio, it's just me. I've done my research. Let's play the music. with Pacey and Pacey. Let's get on with what's been happening. I'm sure you know. Last Friday, it was England 1, Belgium 0. Lauren Hemp's goal in the 13 minutes gave the Lionesses a narrow Nations League victory. So exciting to see Fran Kirby back. She made a welcome return to the national team as a sub, her first for the Lionesses in a year. And there were a few other notable results from last Friday. The Netherlands moved to the top of England's group with a win that leaves Scotland at the bottom. Germany won 5-1 to Wales. It was Hungary 3, Northern Ireland 2. Northern Irish defender Sarah McFadden collected her 100th international cap, but Northern Ireland let in a last-minute goal to lose the game. But there was some good news for Northern Ireland. The Irish FA announced the men and women's players will receive equal pay in what's been referred to as a transformative moment for football in the country. What was happening in the Republic of Ireland? Well, they won 5-1 to Albania. Defender Diane Caldwell also earned her 100th international cap. Arsenal's Katie McCabe scored a hat-trick, helping Ireland maintain a 100% record in the Nations League. Presumably, she took the match ball home. Now, Italy nil, Spain won. Jenny Hermoso made a triumphant comeback by scoring in the 68th minute. Hermoso hasn't played for Spain since ex-Federation president Luis Rubiales kissed her after Spain's World Cup win. Rubiales is currently under criminal investigation and a restraining order banning him from contacting or approaching the Spanish striker. And he is banned from any football-related activity for three years, which I think is brilliant news. In other news, last week we discussed Jamaica's reggae girls' ongoing pay dispute Well, the Jamaican Football Federation says the squad has now been paid after a row which saw the players boycott the Gold Cup qualifiers. And the Matildas waltzed like that. Do you get what I did there? Did you like that? It was quite good, wasn't it? There's no one to respond to me. To an 8-0 win over the Philippines. 8-0 in front of a sold-out crowd in Perth. Both Sam Kerr and Caitlin Ford scored hat-tricks in their Olympic qualifier. Obviously begs the question, who got to keep the match ball? Okay, so we're going to have to talk about what happened last night. Belgium 3, England 2. Yes, Belgium secured a historic victory over the Women's Nations League. Now, England conceded three goals for the first time under Serena Wiegmann, but the match was overshadowed by a head and neck injury suffered by Alex Greenwood. I was watching at home and 
it felt like she was on the floor for ages. She also got carried off on a stretcher. It seemed really frightening and really worrying. Um, I was really pleased to see this morning that Serena Wiegmann put out a statement saying that Alex was conscious and that she was chatting and that she was walking around. So hopefully that means that they were being very, very precautious and Alex is doing okay. I can't wait to see her back on the pitch and in full health. Hopefully that'll be very, very soon. Let's talk about Frank Kirby, who made a remarkable return to international football, scoring a goal after a year out. And also there was a very tasty header from Lucy Bronze. That's how they got there too. But unfortunately, the Belgian women sneaked in a third. Now, what does this mean for the England team? England are now in the third place in the group, both behind Belgium and the Netherlands. And the Netherlands beat Scotland last night 4-0. Now, what needs to happen is England needs to beat the Netherlands at Wembley and Scotland away and hope the Belgians slip up in their final two games to be in a chance with reaching the 2024 Olympics. So the next game for the Lionesses will take place on the 1st of December and it's against the Netherlands. And I am very excited to say I will be there. It will be my first ever Lionesses match. And I heard on the telly last night that they've already sold 60,000 tickets. Can you believe it? 60,000 tickets. But there are still some tickets left. But I'm very, very excited to be there. And fingers crossed, the girls have a incredible win and we can keep that Olympics dream alive. In other news, the Republic of Ireland beat Albania 1-0 and they're now at the top of their group and they are unbeaten. And in the same group, Northern Ireland are third. They lost 3-2 to Hungary. Spain battered Switzerland 7-1 and are unbeaten and at the top of their group. At the top of the show, I teased that we have a chat with Katie Robinson. Now, Maisie and I were very excited. You'll probably be able to tell by our voices to get 15 minutes on Zoom with her after a training session. We were so excited to chat to Brighton and Hove's Young Gun. Here is that conversation right now. So we have got basically our first ever superstar on the show, a seasoned professional sports broadcasters. That's what we are now. We've managed to get some time in with Brighton's 22, Katie Robinson. So, of course, we're starting with the big footballing questions. Katie, we noticed on your Instagram and on Brighton's Instagram, there was a, I guess, a club social at Donatello's in Brighton yeah. at the start of the season. It's a favourite of the podcast is Donatello's. We're big, big fans of it there. But starting with the hard hitting questions. Have you had any of the six pound Aperol spritzes yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh. You must no. have had an Aperol spritz before though, right? No, I've not. Sorry, is that really boring? No, it's not boring. It's just that Maisie You've talks... not lived, mate. <laughs> Maisie talks excessively about how much she likes an Aperol spritz. She doesn't have a drinking problem. We don't need to worry yet. But right, we will gladly sort you out with an Aperol spritz. Yeah, no we'll get problem, one sent. Uh, to... How are you liking life in Brighton? Do you love it as a city? Yeah, it's it's a lovely place to live. Um, it's so nice. I love going into the city um, when we've got days off. So yeah, it's great. You... It's wicked. We've both moved here from further afield, and we oh, yeah. absolutely love it. Susie's been here a year. Yes. She has already bought a paddle board. Yes, I have. So she's a fully-fledged <laughs> member of Brighton now. Yeah. Have you got a paddle board yet, Katie? I've not. I feel oh. like I'm failing there. Let me yeah. tell you, you go but on it once like... and it will change your life. Yeah, but I feel like I'd only use it in the summer. And normally in the summer, I'm not here. 
Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's true. It could be like a weird sort of team bonding thing. Maybe a pre Donatello's <laughs> dip. I suggest, I suggest it. If you could, that's no problem. I'll, I'll bring my paddleboard. You bring the Brighton yeah. team. We'll make a day of it. Sounds a plan. Great stuff. I mean, have you been to any comedy since you've been in Brighton? There's two great comedy clubs. Oh, I've not. I've not. And two great comedians. Yeah. Not, not us, mate. Should mate, you, don't do that. Just... It's embarrassing. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not. Right, I'm going to put it out there, Katie, that you need a new club social. You go for a paddleboard in the day, <laughs> then you go for an Aperol spritz at Donatello's, and then, and we are more than happy to have you down at, uh, at a comedy club, you come and see us. We'll look after you. We'll get, I mean, it'll be quite carb-heavy for a football team, actually. Yeah. Is it quite strict on what, what you can and can't have? No, carbs are good to fuel for the games and training. That's good, yeah. Fine. Carbs are good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not too many. Right, but I'm using that good. as my excuse over the over the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Robinson said carbs are good, so we're laughing. Yeah. Now, we've talked quite a lot on the podcast about how we feel before gigs. Obviously, we don't do games, we do gigs. Yeah. And we, because of that, we've got the nickname Pacey and Goosey because Maisie's body goes goosey all over, even when she's not cold. It can be the hottest day of the year and she goes goosey and I have to pace. How do you feel pre-game? Yeah, I think some games I'm nervous and some I'm not. I think maybe it just depends on the day. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, really? It's not necessarily who you're playing or the occasion. Yeah, I think sometimes it's the occasion or who we're playing. Yeah, it can just... It can differ and how do you deal with them i think i just as soon as i step on the pitch like it goes um, i'm oh. in my like happy place and yeah, yeah it goes but before you go to the pitch are you like are you a chatty cafe to the other teammates or are you headphones in keeping yourself to yourself what kind of person um, are you i'm quite uh keep myself to myself mm. pre-game i like to oh, okay. have my headphones in and, and do my stretching and activation to to prepare what are you listening to wow. in your headphones Oh, are you willing to <laughs> All share? Sorts. It's it's such a big range. Like people, it goes from such random things. But is your Spotify wrapped uh, quite weird? Yeah, very odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pumped up music before a game, yeah. Yeah, I like Lord. You know, Lord yeah. Australian. Love a bit of Lord. Love a bit of Lord. Yeah. Um, and then like this is gonna sound weird, but like a bit of Take That sometimes. Why not? Did not yeah. have you down for Take Why That, Katie. <laughs> Because you're so young. Like old school take that or modern day take that. You know, like a bit of rule the world and never forget. Never forget is such a banger. Never forget, if if you're feeling down or if you're feeling like you can't achieve something, never forget will get you so pumped. It is unbelievable. You know what? I will never look at those shots of you lot in the tunnel ever again. Now that I know. Not every time, not every time. No, we don't believe you, Katie. We think every single time. That's it. Katie Robinson only listens to the intro of Never Forget. (laughs) She just likes the choir at the top. That's what she's into. Yeah, only that bit. Only that bit. But yes, it's it's a big range, like Becky Hill, maybe, or... Yes. Yeah, I mean, all sorts. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that. We're obviously Pacey Goosey. I know you've been given a nickname of of Robbo. I don't think we need to take a million guesses as to where that's come from, (laughs) uh, Katie. Um, Are you you a fan of that as a nickname? Do you you feel... You must have been Robbo, like, at school, I'm guessing. No, I actually was Katie all the way until I came to Brighton. Oh, it's a Brighton nickname. Yeah, I can't remember who started it. I think I can't remember but it was a bright thing oh yeah because mm. don't get us wrong we, we like it we think it's a good nickname yeah but totally Pacing Goosey comes from how you are pre-game yeah so I'm thinking now 
your nickname is Gary Barlow. That's <laughs> yeah. yours from now on. I think that's good. <laughs> or children's voice choir. I think we could get that going. Gary like Barlow. Stuck on the take that. Yeah. Stuck on it. At the next game, if you hear two voices loudly shouting Gary Barlow, you know who you it know is. You know we're in. You know we're in. <laughs> Oh God, I love it. And, and and we speak a lot on the podcast, Katie, about the huge increase in the interest in the women's game now, especially over the last few years. That's sort of where this podcast originated from. I'm a diehard football fan. Susie, a bit of a newbie. How does it feel to sort of when you look out now, have you noticed a real noticeable difference in the numbers, in the crowds, in the vibes at the games? How's that changed from when you were starting out in your professional career? Yeah, I think I can see a big difference. So even when I, I first went to Bristol, which is what back in twenty eighteen now, yeah. the, the difference in in five years is is incredible. So yeah, it's it's great to see. So are you getting stopped on the street? No, not quite, not quite that. Oh, are you serious, mate? If no. I saw you, if I see you in Brighton, I'm stopping you on the street just so you know. Okay. And I'll pass I mean, you an hero before you see her because yeah. she'll be singing the first bars of Never Forget. Yeah, just to make <laughs> you feel at home. One thing we've really tried to champion on the podcast as well is like how diverse it can be when you go and see women's football, that it's like families and that it feels sort of super supportive. Do you feel that from the crowd yeah. in Brighton? Because when I came down, I, I brought my three-year-old who yeah. every time you touched the board did shout, go on, Katie. Um, I doubt oh, you heard God. it because she's three, but we were pointing out different people and saying their names. <laughs> and have, have you found that with playing at a place like Brighton that it does feel like it is a real family event? Yeah, it feels like a family feel as you say and it's so surreal for me like at the game the Amex game on Sunday like seeing girls with Robinson shirts I, I could never have imagined that it's it's so special who were you watching when you That's were growing amazing. up who would have been on the back of your shirt I think female players probably your Kelly Smiths and your Karen Carneys mm -hmm. um, those types of players who did you love to watch playing male or female when you when you when you was growing up I think well my United I'm my United fan so yeah. Don't tell um, Maisie. Yeah. She's from Leeds. She's from Leeds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Man United and, of course, England, whether that be male or female mm -hmm. um, growing up. Yeah. And oh, just all the yeah. Premier League, really. Any teams in the Premier League, I'd always be watching football um, on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And Brighton as a team, it's an incredible squad you've got together and obviously quite a, a refreshed squad and you've got the new management at, with Melissa Phillips. How's that been sort of the blending together? My football team really lucky the other day. We came down for a training session over in Lansing yeah. and we were with Melissa and with Vicky Lasada. So it was, it was absolutely incredible. It was amazing to, to see the incredible facilities that are now being sort of yeah. shared amongst the, the, the teams. How, do, how does it feel playing within the Brighton squad? What's the vibe I think it's yeah, it's a really exciting time to be a Brighton player. I feel like we're in this new era, as you say, with Mel and a lot of new players. So it's really exciting to see, you know, hopefully what we can achieve across the season. Amazing. Yeah, very, very exciting. So, did you have anything else you wanted to ask? Well, I think that it's not so much for Katie, but it's for the fans of the podcast. I want them to get in touch and suggest maybe some chants. We got some chants going during the World Cup, including Erps Upside Your Head and Mary Erps, 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 and uh, a few others that we were trying to get going. And so this is more of a call out to the fans of the pod. If you can manage to get the word Robbo into a song, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Do you get chants, Katie? Do you, do you have the, the song, Here's to You, Mrs. Robinson? Yeah, do you have I was that about sometimes? to say, when I was at Bristol, they used to sing that, but they don't sing it. Probably. Right. Don't you worry, mate. Oh, OK. I'm coming to the <laughs> to a match, to the Arsenal match. I'll be doing it. Yeah. Don't you worry. Okay. You'll hear me and you'll think, oh, God, it's her. And I'll say, yeah, it is, mate. It's me. 
I look forward to it. <laughs> brilliant, oh, brilliant. brilliant. Listen, Katie, we cannot thank you enough for your time. It's really, really, really kind of you. And um, we love watching you play in, at Brighton. It's incredible to see. And you're yeah. inspiring loads and loads of the young girls. So Yeah, um, you really are. So, so thank you so much. Cheers. Right, thank, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Cheers. Get a paddle board. Yeah, get I a paddle board, mate. Come on. Get a paddle board and an Aperol spritz for Donatella. <laughs> <laughs> so much for Katie and also to Brighton and Hove Albion for for giving us your time and for letting us have a chat with Katie who knew take that I mean Maisie's a bit young but for people that are maybe my my generation I think you'll agree with me I think Katie's right that song is an absolute banger now we've had some emails as we always do and we're always keen for you to get in touch last week we had a question about the team announcements when do they find out who are playing? Chris in Australia has got in touch to share some info with us. He says that the players generally know whether they're playing the day before the match because they have trained in the proposed formation and the rest of the squad is supposed to play like their opponents. For the rest of the world, the team sheets are released one hour before kickoff and Chris believes it's a bit earlier for international fixtures. This week we shout out Hells Bells FC. They are a London team open to women, trans people and gender non-conforming folk of all abilities and they've dropped their brand new kit and rebrand and would love for our listeners to know all about them and how they are making space for queer joy in football for everyone absolutely brilliant that's hell's bells fc look them up get involved now it's also been awards season well i say season there was an awards night it it was the ballon d'or that took place in paris on monday with four lionesses up for the award but the winner was atiana bonmati who plays spain and barcelona in second place was chelsea star sam kerr obviously she's also a matilda and salma paralueli who is in the Spanish national team and also plays for Barcelona. In fifth was Mary, Queen of Stops, Mary Earps, who, of course, plays for Manchester United. But the award sparked some controversy by scheduling the event during a women's international window, meaning that many nominees, including Sam Kerr and all of the Lionesses, couldn't attend. The organisers have received further criticism because tennis player Novak Djokovic was, for some reason, chosen to present the biggest individual prize in women's football, By comparison, David Beckham presented the Men's Award to Lionel Messi. Maybe Serena Williams wasn't available. The controversies highlight the ongoing disparities faced by women's football and reinforces the need for, it's those two little words again, it's respect and equality. It's really not that hard. Now, Maisie is lionessing with Jill Scott right now and she has sent us some thoughts from where they are. Oh, Suze, I'm fuming, absolutely fuming. Oh, I mean, I should point out I wasn't actually able to watch the game. I was on an internal flight with uh, England legend Jill Scott. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned very often that I'm away with her at the moment. But we did manage to catch up on the highlights. What a game. Belgium obviously getting that belt of a free kick eight minutes in. Queen Mary didn't even get a chance. Obviously horrible about Alex Greenwood, apparently. Well, it was nice to see that she's talking and, and is conscious. But let's 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 keep on the positives here. Incredible header from bronze. Unreal. That's the Lucy bronze we love to see. Devastated for Russo's miss. Oh, that's one that you keep replaying in your mind over and over, isn't it? That's the equivalent of that gig you did where you died on your arse. 
sorry, I know you don't want your listeners to, to hear about that. But um, yeah, I think we'll refer to it as, as your Russo. Uh, Speedy Hemp. Speedy Hemp setting up Fran Kirby. Great to see the return of her. I guess I'm sort of the, the Fran Kirby, aren't I? You know, you don't see me for a while, but when I, when I am on stage, I smash it. Um, low and fast from Fran Kirby. Excellent to see the return of her. Georgia Stanwyck had a bit of a, a hard time. Her past not quite got enough on it. Intercepted by that Woolart, who I always want to sing, and I think this is you rubbing off on me. I always, whenever I hear Woolart from Belgium, I always want to sing, you know, like in Greece when they go, oh, Woolla, 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 ooh. If the Belgians aren't doing that as a chant, they've missed a trick. But yeah, she got the equaliser, did Woolart, by basically taking it on herself for that entire second half of the pitch. And then poor Stanway, things get worse when she gives a pen. I don't think it's a pen. Her hand's just... <laughs> I've become that fan where I go, I don't think it's a pen. Her hand was just in the way. Crucially, one of the things you're not meant to do in football is touch the ball with your hand. But I, I, I don't think her hand was meant to be there. I think the refs should take into account, you know, what sort of person you are. Like, like in court, when the judge goes, do you know what, I can tell you're a good person of character. I think Georgia Stanway had a bit of a, a shocker there, and I feel for her. And then, of course, Woolock gets the pen. Oh, it's, it's not good. It's not good. But you know what? I'm out in Mexico with Jill Scott, Suze. I'm living my best life. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you. We're still Pacey and Goosey. But... Listen, I don't want to speak too soon, but this friendship is blossoming. It's blossoming. I think I've got a new BFF for life. I don't think she's going to leave me on red for the foreseeable. I'm currently sending you this voice note from a hotel room and she is on the sun loungers waiting for me to come out. Look, I'll show you. I'm going to walk to the... Um... Look, listen to this, ready? Hang on. Did you get me a coffee? Yeah. All right, I'll be out in a minute. Huh? No, 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 I'll come to you. See, trained like a dog. See you soon. Bye. Thank you, Maisie and Jill. Maisie, I can't believe you still haven't asked Jill when she's going to come to the studio and just hang out with us and maybe be our friend. I know that you're friends with her now, but when is it going to happen for me too? Let me know if I sound desperate. Right. Of course, the domestic season continues next week. So we are wanting your thoughts. We're wanting your voice notes from games. We're wanting your emails. If you want to get in touch with us, you always can. The email is bigkickenergypod at gmail.com. And you can find us on the gram at bigkickenergypod. Please like, share, tell your mates about it. Share it on your socials. The more people that listen, the more shows we'll be able to make. We'll be back next week. Normal coverage will continue next week when I have my goosey back by my side. But for now, that's it. Pacey, over and out.